one I said was pretty special, but I think this one might. Uh, uh, I don't think I don't think it's gonna beat it in the sense of that because it was the tenth episode. But I'm gonna be honest, it is just a weird position that we're at. Um, because I'm finally into Calb. Hey yo, let's go. Um, so me and Dom are pretty close to each other. We're uh, like a probably like a street or two, two three streets away uh, from each other, but we're still gonna record how we usually do but the reason why i say this is a little special is because it is 10 37 as of this recording it is 10 37 at night on sunday 8 23 um yeah so i don't know we've literally stretched the limits upon how we're gonna like structure our podcast this uh this year because if you remember earlier with all the past episodes we had done sporadic times we've almost done sporadic times like crazy um there we are no rules yeah there are no rules to us now we we are literally creating them as we go <laughs> as we go man we're, we're like that one time that we did it on thursday super early yeah bro that was like a uh, 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 that was a shot in the dark bro we were yeah. just like ah let's just record it tonight man funny thing about it people liked it people liked the thursday and so i was really shook i was like wow so i i started telling myself maybe we you know there really are no rules to us you know i think i think surprisingly we've done we've been able to do really well even with you know the time constraints and even you know sometimes you'll be like oh i gotta go to work or i i'm not gonna be here you know or i or me on the other side i'll be like oh i'm gonna be busy so let's do it then so yeah we love our listeners so we make sure we get you guys an episode every monday every monday whether or not maybe one day maybe one day uh We'll literally record on a Monday morning and then we'll literally finish off, you know, or Monday afternoon and we'll pull it up because we've done now. I There has been only one day. There hasn't been a day where we miss a Monday, but there have been Mondays where we upload the episode maybe midday. So or even a little bit after. So literally, I mean, we appreciate everyone that still checks out the episode, but <clears throat> I know, you know it'd be uh, cool. What's up? You know what would be cool is like if um like we got uh maybe not but like if somebody called in and had a question I mean oh. we're not live right yeah we're <laughs> but, not live but like but um, I know um, they can't hear. but like if they had a question like hey uh do you guys mind if I like call you like <laughs> let me know when you're doing the podcast so I can call you and ask a question. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, that would damn, be hilarious. We literally need to be on a live radio at that point. You're almost <laughs> right. you're almost pe- like going to that realm of just like, hey, why don't we just do a radio show? I don't know. I kind of like this because it's just both of us. It's it's for the past 11, 12 episodes technically. We've just literally been. It's just been me and you. We you can know? do it at our own pace like this, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and we still haven't, you know, I remember when I first started the the podcast, uh, I was really debating on having a guest potentially, you know, when where we really debated on like, hey, should we have a guest like on the actual auto hiccup? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, n- not just like on a lab session because that's still possible, but like on an actual episode, you know, I, I really was on that idea where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have like these, you know, as uh these interviews and these like guests and is like as time you know went on i really was like i kind of like this just where it's just me and you you know just where me and you are just chatting and talking about you know video games Mm -hmm. and stuff like that because it it doesn't add that much complexity towards it but 
what have you been up to, dude? I really haven't I haven't heard anything from you, honestly. This whole week has been like a complete blur in my opinion between me and you. I've I feel like we messaged each other like twice where it was like you didn't did you send the outline? You the outline. Yeah, and right. I was like <laughs> and I was like I was like fuck, he pulled up on me. But it, it, the thing was that I actually wasn't I I hadn't finished the outline till literally Saturday. Um uh-huh. I was super busy and I remember clearly I was like, "Okay, Thursday I, I I can do it and it's like no dude I gotta start working on my actual job and it's like oh no this is bad and then it all pushed to Saturday and then that's when I sent you the text I was like I I, <laughs> I, I, I whispered it basically I was like hey man I sent the outline and then you just broke out you know mid Sabbath like mid Sabbath you're like you you're gonna send it now bro <laughs> you know? all right I was like I was yeah like, I felt I felt I was like I got him yeah. <laughs> you go you gonna send it while I'm in Sabbath, bro. And I'm like, oh my bad. <laughs> He's like, it's all good. No, that was just funny. I was like, damn. No, nah, yeah, I was joking. No, yeah. But uh <laughs> but what have you been up to, man? Honestly. Um, nothing much really. Like there's kind of dude, like the retro view just kinda like fell to the wayside, man. Like I didn't even play any old games. Oh, well, um, you've probably been busy playing new games or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know what, man? I'm gonna blame Mortal Kombat. Oh, you've been because, playing a lot of Mortal uh, Kombat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got new strategies and all type of stuff. So it's like you go back to an old game. It's like, uh, yeah. You know, I, unfortunately, bro, some of those games. Hold on. One of those games. Mm-hmm. Um. Basically, the one I, you know, you know. Okay, so. Let me, let me let me reset. What's crazy about the retro view? <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. What's crazy about the retro view is I enjoyed playing the games for the amount of time I played them. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah, of course. So mm-hmm. as long as I was playing it, I enjoyed it. But it's not like it's not like after that I went back and I was like, oh, man, I picked this up again. Um Maybe I should go back and try and beat it again because I think I've, you know, I think I've maxed out on old school games, bro, mm-hmm. because I used to go back and play them over and over and over. But I think I've just reached a limit where I'm just maxed out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was literally playing it so I could give a, you know, a review. Yeah. So. uh, that has nothing to do with what I've been doing this week, though. So no, but but but, I, but you were but you were saying though because um, you're like you've been playing Mortal Kombat and uh, your retro views have fallen by the wayside because yeah. you're just not you know you're just not yeah. playing old school games anymore, and that's fine. Like I mean, um, I've been playing like Tomb Raider, yeah. Uh, like I said, MK Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. dude. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. <sighs> It's not that great. Is that the yeah. third one? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think it's. I forget what the first one's called, but the second one's Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. That's and the blue got, one. That the one they gave away for free, right? Yeah. And then you and got uh, Shadow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm correct, I, the the trilogy, the first one was really well, like it it was really good. It came out for the PS3 originally, and everyone was like, "Yo, t- uh, Tomb Raider's back! I love it. Laura Croft's even more awesome." And then mm-hmm. the second one was like. It was an exclusive for Xbox specifically, and then they lost their exclusivity, and so now it came onto the PS4. But that one was 
Yeah, that's what were you going to say? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was just going to say, the second one was good. Rise of mm-hmm. the Tomb Raider, I really enjoyed. But Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I'm not really enjoying that one as much as the second installment. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, I find my, this is how I know I'm not enjoying a game. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as Days Gone, but I know I'm not enjoying a game when I turn it on, I take a few steps, do a few things, and then I turn it off and go back to Mortal Kombat. Or some other game, you know, like, it's, I I think the action, maybe, I don't know if I'm not far enough along in the game, Mm -hmm. but it's like the, it's more talking and dialogue and figuring out puzzles and trying to navigate tombs. It's more of that instead of like, you know, dealing with actual enemies. You So it's Mm. like, there's a lot, I feel like I've been shooting a lot less Oh, and and that's kind of like what the other uh, games had a more vor- a more of an action. Yeah, route. and it it uh, kind of opened up my perspective to a a point you made last week mm-hmm. about open world games. You know, mm. is, um, is is this more open world? It's it's not it's not it's pretty linear, but okay. it's you can do side missions right you got people you could talk to and like pick up little side missions yeah. you can do but 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 so i wouldn't necessarily call it an open world in the idea we you know people are probably thinking but the fact that it's an action adventure game and it seems like all you're doing is adventuring and you're not actually doing any action it's it's kind of boring mm I think, and I'm telling you, I think that's generally what happens with, uh, with open world games. And 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 okay, okay, but but t- let's get away from open world games because I think I know what this game is kind of. Whenever when you said side missions, the first game that popped into my head was God of War because God of War was linear, but it also had side missions. You know, mm-hmm. but it's not an open. It's not too much of an open world game, but I think when you have an abundance of things to do in a game. You know, and especially when you're coming from a video game that's not so, um, that's very linear in its in its uh, pre real, you know, in its old releases, and then this one kind of gives you more freedom. It's like, oh, there's just you know, you might have a little bit of fatigue, you know, coming off of it, just like how you get fatigue from Days Gone, you know. Days I, Gone just sucks. <laughs> I don't know if that's fatigue. Like when I, yeah, I, I'm sorry, bro. I, I didn't mean to sound so blunt, but yeah. Dude, there are, gonna be some, there are going to be some Days Gone fans who are just like, man, you guys just got to stop talking about Days Gone because you guys, you guys just yeah. hate that game. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's bad. Like, well, I, I, I definitely want to give it a fair shot. I, I, I had this entire summer to play it, and um, I played maybe just a little bit, and I got really bored because uh, of its, like, I'll tell boringness. you one thing. Yeah, but also one thing that just gets me down uh, from not wanting to continue a game is usually the color scheme. And the color scheme just looked like brown, gray, and everything. Dude, it's like so that. funny every time you mention the color scheme of Days Gone. Because it's, it's so, so lame. It's so lame. It's so boring. And it's like, uh, I just look at it and I'm like, man, I don't want to play this game. And I, I Sepia, the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. But um, going back on the, on the topic of, uh, I know we kind of got off topic, but going back on the actual, um, the Shadow of Tomb Raider. So you just every single time that you get on it, you kind of just phase out and you just go straight to Mortal Kombat, and that takes up most of your time now. Yeah, I even um, 
kind of put Horizon Zero Dawn on the backlog too. Yeah. Okay. Probably too much stuff, and then you're probably just wanting to just you know get a couple of you know because chess match basically as addictive as a chess match. You know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because you want you like that competition and you like that feeling of I'm getting good. And it, you know, I think it happens with almost anything like I'm probably about to start picking up Smash now again mm-hmm. and um, probably play that again. And I and it's funny because it's like, yes, we can go back to Horizon Zero Dawn, Final Fantasy, whatever, whatever game you want. Ghost of Tsushima. But I mean, you're you're comparing a game that you have to get into, you know, the mood for and then actually get to it and then you know, start playing all that compared to pick your character, get the match, get a match in, win, get that, uh, you know, immediate like dope, like that uh, dopamine or whatever. Um, it's like, okay, I, I, you know, I like winning. That was a really good satisfaction. Then get into the next match, satisfaction, sati- you know, reward. Yeah, it's, qu- it's, it's yeah. quicker reward. So like, exactly. What's weird about Mortal Kombat is um, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who experiences this. You know, listeners, let us know if you if you play Mortal Kombat and you experience this. I get nervous to play it, but I also feel confident. Oh man! And then All when right. I lose, mm-hmm. it's like, eh, okay, I put up a good match. Unless I got like two old. Oh know? yeah. But if I get, if it's two one, I'm mm-hmm. satisfied. But then if I win, it's like I'm the shit. You I know? want more. I want more. Right. Right. You keep going. That's what yeah. I did today. And then sometimes though, when I play, it's like okay. I'll get my quick fix and then I'll cut it off. Oh, okay. So, and then, and it doesn't like, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's like, it's coming yeah, off. It doesn't regardless. matter. Okay. Yeah. So I used to, I used to not do that and I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn the game off until I won. Until but you won. Yeah. Now really I have really the, tough. yeah, now I have more of the attitude of, okay, this just isn't my day. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's good to have. That's a good mental check to have when you're playing like fighting games in general, because they can be very taxing and also very addictive because it's like stressful, stressful. There you go. That that was also another word that I was looking for because, you Mm -hmm. know, I'll I'll be playing fighting games and then I'll just, if I lose like a bunch of matches, I'll get very, very uh, stressed. And then you gotta just cut it off. Yeah, I just I just cut it cut it off, and I'm just like, all right, I'm done playing. But you know, when you're winning, you just want to continue going, and you just don't want to stop. But I really haven't been playing any fighting games. I just saw King of Fighters 13 or 15 for on sale, and I was debating on picking it up, and uh, but I haven't gone through with it. I might pick it up this week, depending on how everything goes. But what else is that? Do you think that's um? do you think there's anything more that you've been up to this week? Said Mortal uh, Kombat. Mm-hmm. Not really. Just kind of trying to, you know what? Just maybe just try, trying to mentally prepare mm-hmm. for the semester. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, cause I hear you. It starts, you know, it starts tomorrow. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! No pressure, right? No pressure. <laughs> just you know, a whole just, other semester. Just trying to, yeah, just, you know, I'm just trying to, like, I, I guess I spent a lot of time just kind of self-reflecting. Um, I made some big decisions. Like, mm-hmm. I quit both of my jobs. Well, I haven't quit yet, but I put in my two weeks notice for both of my jobs. Whoa. For um, a WRO and for? And for Domino's, yeah. You put of course two I, weeks for both? Yeah, of course, of course I prayed on it first and, you know. Yeah. But uh, I feel like this is the best decision. So, yeah. Is it just because you're going to continue school? You're just going to go school all in? 
yeah, like however I get money is the way I'll get money. But I want to I want my main focus to be especially me being so close to the finish line. I don't want any additional distractions. And I feel like mm-hmm. a job at this time would just be, you know, a dis- you know, it's a distraction, you know, no matter how flexible the the who you work for says they are, it's like mm-hmm. you're still working and trying yeah. to go to school. You know, the idea of working and going to school, it's hard. It's not it's not for everybody. So I don't think it's for me. So that's why, you know, if if you can do it, you know, more power to more you. Power but to it, yeah. Yeah. Like I just I, I just don't think it's for me. So I, I was just like, you know what? I prayed on I'm like Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to let this stuff go. Yeah. Um I think that's a really that's a really uh great decision that you're putting all your effort into school because I know obviously you yeah. just wanna get you wanna get done with this whole thing. So you know, you're going to exactly. go all in a hundred percent. So now it's, I, I think that's a really good motivation to start mm-hmm. the semester off. So there's less pressure on like, you know, having to worry about, Oh, I got to go to this shift, you know? So, that, oh man, yeah. you just said it. You just said it. Like yeah, that's the like, stress oh, I gotta you get, get. I got to get ready. Oh, oh I, I had work today, you know? And then it's tough right. because, you know, yes. I think in the dream scenario, scenario, a lot of people have where they can just wake up, you know, go to school and, you know, just focus strictly on that and not have to worry about any financial, you know, things. But, you know, obviously some people need to, some people in different situations, you know, they, everyone has different, uh, different needs. So it might cause people to just, you know, get a job or whatever, but to each his own. And I, you know, I'm fully supporting your ideas that you're going forward uh, with this and dude, that's, that's exciting. And uh, funny thing about it is, uh, Sam had told me about that. He's like, um, oh yeah, Dom's, Dom's quitting. And I was like, what? And I was like, what the heck? (laughs) really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, no, I think that's going to be, I I think this is going to be really great for him because I think WRO probably was just stressing you out even more, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, they're just, it's not, and it's nothing against the people that are there, you mm-hmm. know, it's just the, I, like you said, you hit the, you hit the nail on the head when you said it's just the whole idea of, I just got out of class. Damn, I got oh, shipped yeah. in three yeah. hours, you know, it's exactly. And you don't have, time I don't want to deal with that. Your own shit. Yeah. And then like, I remember my freshman year before I got a job, I did, I did okay. You know, I did actually, that was my best academic year, mm. you know, when I was unemployed. So I'm like, we need to, you know, it took long enough, but we need to get back to that. Yeah. No, most definitely, dude. Well, I mean, honestly, here we go. I think tomorrow will be a great day for both of us, for whatever we have in front of us, you know, classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for the classes that I got. Um, do you think that kind of wraps up your week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For on, on my side over here, I basically have like a couple of things on, um, you know, it, it, it's been a very interesting week. I think I've uh, been working now since uh, I finally got the job with uh, the GA position. So I've been working, doing, you know, census data work and all that. So that's been pretty interesting. But um, there hasn't been really that much. I've been playing a lot of, uh, I've been trying to play as much games as I can, but I've been realizing that I've been hanging. I was just seeing a lot more people because I was going to move back to DeKalb. So I just wanted to see them right before I left. So I wasn't really focusing too much on video games and focusing more on my work and, you know, but I also was meant, like you said, mentally preparing myself for this whole semester because um, I walked in basically to a hellstorm um, with my econ class. 
I had walked into a syllabus week and I was thinking, I was like, oh, okay, it's not going to be that bad. And I get a notification from my professor and he's like, hey, uh, hopefully you guys had a great summer and hopefully you guys worked on your summer packet. I'm like, summer packet? What are you, what are you talking about? And <laughs> then like, he's like, what? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, hopefully you read all 50 chapters of this summer, huge summer packet that you needed to do. And I'm like sitting there. I hate like, when they do that, bro. Bro, but I'm sitting there and I'm like, what? Uh, and it's like, I uh, just want you to know it's 10% of your grade. And I'm like, oh, uh, uh, and it's like, I messaged my graduate uh, professor and I'm like, hey, uh, what do you mean uh, packet? I didn't receive anything. And she says, oh, yeah, they must have not given it to you. Here, we're going to give you an extension on the due date. We're going to give you to the end of September. And I'm like, God bless. But uh, so that's the whole thing with school. And I stressed out and I was really stressed out on Friday, I think. So I was just, you know, I was just not in it. I didn't want to be bothered that day because I was like in the morning was just bum rushing myself out of doing work and then worrying about the graduate courses. But everything's good now. I'm I'm, I'm finally good and I'm ready to tackle tomorrow. But, you know, and you said you were playing a bunch. You were saying you were playing uh, Shadow of Tomb Raider a little bit, but more Mortal Kombat this week, right? Yep. Um, this week I finally had beat Mario plus Rabbids, uh, that one, the, the game that's kind of like similar to XCOM. It took me like 20 plus hours to beat, but it was really good actually. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know if I'll go back to playing it. I'm, I'm one of those people that just plays a game and then never touches it after I beat it. Um, but I have been playing Tetris. Hey, yo, let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting really good at Tetris now at this point. <laughs> My like, guy. Dude, I'm getting really good at Tetris for no reason. I'm Our like, listeners are probably like, if I hear about Tetris one more week. Hear me out. It can't be <laughs> no, as I'm bad as the it can't be it can't be as bad as the Jack, the Jack fanatic coming out for the first three episodes saying, you know, you know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? Um the the um the listeners will have a kick out of this, but originally when we first started this podcast, um, remember, remember Don, we were trying to really be very like strict no, 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 not strict, but very like, Oh yeah, we're going to say this and this, you know? And so like when we first started, I remember this because you don't do this anymore, but you did in the first two episodes. If anyone wants to go check, go look oh, at, boy. go, go listen to Dom when he starts off the episode. I, you know, obviously I was always like, welcome back everyone. But Dom would be like, welcome back gamers. This is Jack Fanatic from the, uh, oh my God. Live. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time you were so, you were so scared to talk just like, Hey, how's it going y'all? Yeah. You know, but you were just, I like, remember that. <laughs> It felt like you, you know, you're just so tensed. You're just like Jack Fanatic here. It's uh, reporting live and duty. And I'm just like, like, don't worry. It's just chill. It's just fine. Right. We're reporting live from Northern View Community. Yeah. Building, <laughs> building, blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. not going to tell you where I live. Exactly. But. Exactly. I was like, holy shit, you're running really dangerously close to finding out where Dom lives. People are going <laughs> to, people are going to spot you out now, man. But um, I also, on top of this, you know, just. On top of that, I um I had bought some new games. By the way, I know this week has I've I've been managing to buy a, a new game at least every week. Will I play them? Who knows? But I know I've just been buying them since the <laughs> beginning of this podcast. It's it's tough. My my, but I buy them when they're cheap, like two ninety nine or you know something like four ninety nine or whatever. But uh, I bought Transitor. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that. I don't know if you've heard of that, uh, Dom. Never. 
never yeah i so it's kind of just like a turn by turn uh it's it's kind of like um well it's an rpg you get to level up this girl who's like um i i actually don't know the full context of the story and it's really tough but um the reason why i got hooked to that game or the reason why i wanted to buy it is because i played it one time in my friend's ps4 and it had a pretty interesting like combat system where it was still kind of like uh turn by turn where you kind of like go up to a person and you have three decisions to make how will you attack and then you know they attack you and i mean the game was pretty interesting from from that i didn't get the full context of the story but you know and then after that i also bought paratopic which is a game that came out just about a year ago and the reason why i copped this was because its art style looked amazing so paratopic is a indie type game uh it's a i think it's a survival horror no it's just a horror game it could be finished within an hour but the cool part about this is that the game has like ps1 graphics dude yeah it's 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 strange it's like like pixelated yeah pixelated like really really pixelated man like straight up ps1 graphics now if anyone has a chance go look at how the game looks it's it looks so awesome um and I saw it on the Switch store, and I was like, oh, five bucks? Yeah, don't mind if I do. And, I mean, I just copped it immediately, but I can't wait to start playing it. And people are saying that the story's really good. I'm currently on the Steam, you know, um, Steam review site, and then everyone's just like, some guy is like, what the fuck did I just play? Personally, the best art style, <laughs> you know, of the game. But people are just, you know, praising the game for uh, the fact that it's a really good horror game. But the fact that it's also really short... Um, uh, and also just, I think there's replayability within that, but again, I don't know this full story around it. I'll have to get back to you if I ever go and beat these games, you know, and be like, you know, the game was pretty good and it had to do with this, but for now, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Um, I did have here on the outline I was going to talk about if you're ready for school, uh, Dom, but we kind of already covered that, you know? with the whole like just getting right, prepped right. up for tomorrow. So I guess I'll just kind of like talk about the fact that last week, I think it was early on into the episode, we were also talking about how the PS5, no, how the kind of how Xbox is doing really good. You know, I basically praised the shit out of Xbox about how they're actually coming out and saying, hey, we're coming out. Our console is coming out on November. You mm-hmm. know, PS5 can just has to deal with it. And recently, there's been a whole top on topic on how PlayStation 5, it's, you know, we're nearing the end of August and there's almost no announcement. There hasn't even been, um, you know, anything from uh, Sony itself, you know, tweeting even a small little glimpse of saying like, hey, this is coming out. They actually just released a trailer for the PS5, but not any dates, no price, no nothing. We still have the idea that it's coming out holiday 2020. While meanwhile, we have the Xbox uh, Series X that's coming out in November. So they gotta stop doing that, man. I know they're just they're amping it up, but they're not saying anything. And that's, they better stop doing that before they like have a completely anticlimactic release. <laughs> anticlimactic. What if it comes out on uh, Christmas Day? That'd be that'd be tough. Oh, that'd be oh a tough boy. one. Yeah. So. Um, I was wanting to look back at the past, uh, the past releases. 
especially with consoles. And uh, I did a little research. I actually ran into an article that explained it really well. It's from GameSpot. But they went through all the past generations and they were talking about how their release dates stack up to this one because this one is starting to become very, very um, sketchy where there's not such a good reliability around when it's going to come out, you know? So Mm -hmm. it says here, you know, the PlayStation 4 came out November 15, 2013. Now me reading that, I sound really old because it's 2020 and I've been praising the PS4 for so long now. That's weird. 2013, where was I? I was in high school. I was in my senior year. I was in my senior year, yeah. Did you buy the PS4 the first day that it came out, by the way? Hell no. When did you get it? Dude, I didn't get the PS4 until like last year or 2018 or something. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, bro. What were you playing prior to that? The PS3? PS2. PS2? Oh, but you had the PS3. Yeah, I was playing that, but that's really my fiance's console. Oh, that's yeah. Console. Mm-hmm. That's her console. It's not mine. Um. Oh, wow. Like you know how I was talking about Watch Dogs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was I was playing that on her console, but I, if I was playing video games, it was on my. Uh, it was either Golf Clash on my phone, or video games on the PS2. Damn, that's actually that's actually kind of shocking. I really thought you've had your PS4 for a long time now, but nevertheless, no nevertheless, I mean, it's still an interest. I I know I was following the times when the PS4 was coming out. Obviously. I was a big fanboy of the PS3. I love the PS3. That's by far, and I can't say it's my favorite console of all time. Cause it was I do, decent. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it because it was one of the first consoles that I saved up. You know, it's it's different when you buy it. You know, before when they give it to you, it's like, yeah, this game is this console is awesome. But it's different when you put your hard earned money towards a console. You saved you've saved up whether it was allowances or you actually had a job. And, you know, your checks paid off the game. But I remember I had to go work. <laughs> Shoot, I sound like I'm giving, you know, back in my old days. And now, no, Good I was Lord. I was working with my dad all the time. And I remember I had to save up. He was giving me what? He actually did not pay me every week. And actually, I was not getting paid. I was basically working with him trying to paint this house together. And he he told me to scrape off every single piece of the paint off of a off of a garage and all i kept doing was chipping off the actual wood and i was like i'm doing it dad and i'm doing (laughs) i'm doing it horrible it's horrible and so finally at the very end of the whole thing he's like okay you're gonna get three hundred dollars i was like oh uh instead can we just buy my ps3 and he's like sure with no game and i was like okay that's fine i'll I'll take it so i was just playing demos but sidetrack i i I got derailed uh the xbox one came out on november 22nd 2013 so it challenged it right then and there actually the ps4 came out a little bit earlier um nevertheless it had a the ps4 had a decent launch lineup um there's a lot of similar games obviously with like the big releases with like you're talking about ubisoft with assassin's creed uh battlefield 4 you know call of duty like those games you know they were obviously replicas in both systems, but nothing too interesting came out as far as their, you know, launch titles. I think the best launch title for the PS4, just quickly looking at this list, I can say is uh, maybe Assassin's Creed 4 at best. And that's saying a lot because Assassin's Creed 4 was also a PS3 game. Um, and for the Xbox One we have the same issue. I think their biggest title that they had coming out was Dead Rising 3, 
and that one got panned as soon as it came out. Also, um, but they did have a really fun game, which was Killer Instinct. I think that was probably Ooh. my yeah, dude. That was the game I wanted to see at Evo. Yeah, yeah. I I remember you told me about that. You were like, yep. that's the one game that looks interesting. Looks like kind of a mixture of Mortal Kombat and um uh Tekken. Yeah. I think it was also Street Fighter, you, like almost like all mixtures of that. It, it, looked, yeah, it was like it was. Yeah, it, I was so I wanted to see that so bad. I think it was this year. It was on the catalog. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was just sadly, obviously, that whole like situation occurred. So that's why they didn't have it. But right. Yeah. Yeah. But they also they also talked about in the article um, for PlayStation 3. Now, PlayStation 3 came out in November 17th. 2006 and i didn't get my ps3 all the way up until like 2010 so it was a couple of years it was definitely a couple of years four years after the original release so it was a little tough but i mean still for their launch lineup they also had um relatively okay games i think the only one that's catching my eye is marvel ultimate alliance other than that i mean yeah that's basically it they had like 2k 2k7 need for speed carbon again another port from the older generation, which you'll kind of mm-hmm. see is a common trend for most consoles. Um, the Xbox 360 came out in November 22nd, 2005. Um, again, we see a pattern starting to form that PlayStation is ahead of the game um, every single time. So maybe we can pick up some context clues with that idea and start forming. I mean, if Xbox wants to release on November 6th. Maybe we'll see a release date for PS4 on November 4th or something, you know, November 1st. Who knows? And if it's November 1st, then it's on my birthday and someone needs to get me the PS5. Please. That is a begging. Um, that is a begging man right there. Sorry, um, go find me. Hey, watch out now. I I think I think I might. No, I'm kidding. I, I would never do that. Um, I, again, <laughs> again, no, I, I, I can't do it. Go fund me, man. I go fund me's are always so go fund me's are really funny. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, I, I just find them funny because it's like some, well, some of them, some of them, some of them are serious and it's like, Oh shit. But some of them are just like, Hey, help me out. Help me buy this block of cheese. And then people will pour in like a million dollars. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> no that literally has happened before <laughs> some guy made like some guy made like a million dollars just by asking it's like hey i don't have money to go get groceries can you guys fun- can you guys uh fund me 30 bucks and then he got like a fucking like thousands of dollars and then um he's like i don't know what to do with all this money i'll just give it back so again damn i just keep digressing every single time i i finish a console um moving forward we had (laughs) i keep digressing um playstation 2 came out on october now here's uh here's the interesting one playstation 2 came out in october 22nd 2000 and the xbox the original xbox came out in november 15th 2001 this came out almost a year the ps2 came out almost a year before the xbox but again xbox has been releasing every single console on november their special month same with playstation except for when the playstation 2 came out that was the only rare time where you know it came out on uh october 22nd um but yeah i think understanding those dates um i like to look at them and i like to see maybe a trend is forming obviously um with the fact that the PS3 with the past generations, the PS3, the PS4 kind of falling in November, I wouldn't, I would actually 
probably start putting my bet that it might release in November. I don't think it's going to release in December. Let's be completely honest. You know, can you see a potential PS4 coming out in December? If it came out in December, I think people would be very upset. It's such a weird timing, you know? It's too late in the year. I think November is like, you you have a sweet spot when you want to release a new console. I think the best time is mid-October through mid-November. Mm-hmm. Anything after November 30th, it's like, it's a bit too late. Yeah. And anything I- earlier than... Sorry, were you going to say something? No, I was just going to say that you're yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Anything before oh. that? Yeah. Uh, um anything what did I say? Anything after November 30th is too mm-hmm. late. Anything before like October 15th is way too early. Yeah. You're not so, giving the masses enough time to prep. You know? Right. Right, right. Like if it was August, it'd be like, "Okay, come on, bro." Like people haven't saved up money yet, you know. And then also on top of that, people who are ready and are, you know, already w- willing to put that push that pre-order um i have a really good uh or i listen to a really uh, really good podcast um sacred symbols and you know colin moriarty he's the um he's the host of the show and he's always he's just talking about the fact that he's like oh i can't wait for the game to come out because i'm gonna buy a multiple multiple amounts of ps5s you know because he's gonna buy some for his like nieces or nephews and all that stuff and for himself, obviously, multiple PS5s to have around the house. And I'm like, geez. Like, right. Th- so there's going to be, and, obvi- and the thing is that I think most vendors are going to sell one limit, you know, limit one console per person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be fair. I mean, like. Because you can't spam like 10 consoles and then resell them. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous, man. It's like the rest of the people who can't afford to buy 10 consoles, it's like, it kind of sucks for them. Like, people like us, we can't yeah. afford to buy five consoles. Dude, I mean, I mean, we're trying to save up for one. For one console. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're trying to see, we're trying to see if we can, you know, find our way dude, to get a PS5. Dude, imagine, though. imagine going like, go, imagine going to a store like Walmart, Target, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you see someone walking out of Target or Walmart or, I don't know, GameStop mm-hmm. with five consoles. Yeah, I'm immediately, um, you know, calling the police on him, first of all. Because <laughs> how do you right. have five consoles, and how did you manage to make it out that store without everyone just harassing you? How are you going to make right. it home knowing that you have the biggest target on your <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm acting like I'm acting like the PS5 is like the nuclear launch codes or something. <laughs> like it's not that serious, but still, I mean, people are going to be really, you know, obviously mad to hear the fact that or mad to see the fact that some dude actually got to Because you got to think, bro, you're literally like you would literally be walking out of the store with what? $2,000 worth of merchandise. Like Yeah. Yeah. But also I think the, I think you're also looking at the well. Uh, I just don't see a vendor. Oh shoot, sorry. I just don't see a vendor having the ability to just sell a console, sell multiple consoles to one person. You know? But what would stop them? What would stop? I know this is not this is not on topic, but I kind of want to briefly have this conversation. What would stop a vendor from not selling you? Like, let's say you mm-hmm. had 
four thousand dollars. Well, limited and limited you... resources, I think, would be one of the biggest things that they'd have to worry about because if they're gonna sell, you know, I, you know, obviously they're gonna make a profit, but uh, with with a limited amount of consoles that are probably going to be sent out to each store, obviously with uh, GameStop being mm-hmm. the place that a lot of people kind of go to. But I think a lot of people are starting to trend toward, well, when it's like the, the big console releases, I don't think they care. GameStop doesn't really have anything special to like, Oh, come and you get it early. No, it's not like that. But um, you know, I think they would stop them because of limited resources of limited sources. And it's like, they're obviously, why would you need two Hulk? Uh, why if you're gonna but get another that, console, go to another store or something. I mean, at that point, like you can, you can get but five, get, but you just gotta go around yeah. to stores. I'm thinking of it like the company is making money, so why would they not? Like, if somebody wants to come in and buy four consoles, it's like okay, you're still gonna be you're you're paying for these consoles. So I think also the resale aspect of uh, just true. Yeah, I mean, if you're coming in with good intentions and just gonna obviously have you know weirdly enough have five consoles just um in your house just to flex yeah just to flex then okay but you know the resale value is probably the biggest thing it's like okay well an immediate an an immediate resale okay so and i think that also that is one of the main reasons why they wouldn't want to just sell you know hella consoles the vendor itself the vendors that are having the the actual ps5s aren't just going to give it away to one single person because they're basically given given their whole stock towards this one person and guess what then this one person can resell them and just make even an even more you know bigger uh amount of money i i that's horrible you don't say big and like in these type of things but yeah you know what i mean like you're just going to make more no, profit. i get you i get you i get yeah. you you're just going to make more profit in the long run i guess i was just thinking about it like you know how they were like limiting toilet paper for a while Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's more of a something that you can, because, you know, people need that. You know, like, you don't, you don't, I hate to say this because it feels weird, but you don't need a PlayStation, you know, like during this yeah, time okay. of this pandemic, you need toilet paper, you need disinfectant spray. So they're going to put a limit on that stuff. So, mo- so everybody can have a chance to get some, right? Yeah, and but this is a console, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. that's why I was looking at it like mm, you don't really need it. So if they want to sell it, if you know they're not going to be like, oh, you can't buy five consoles, man. There's a there's a disinfectant spray on the inside of the console that like you know it's like a humidifier for your house, but it's like disinfectant <laughs> spray. Like everybody yeah. needs that. Yeah, it doesn't have that. It's just to play video games, you know. Yeah. So, and I think that's also an interesting thing on this whole generation it's coming out in the weirdest time it's coming out during a whole ass pandemic where literally you shouldn't right. be forming large groups you can't have more than 10 people you know obviously stores are taking more precautions schools are taking precautions and yet we're gonna go towards one store on this day to pick up this game this console i mean sorry and it's I don't know. It's just such a weird time to be releasing a console at the same time. Maybe if they waited off maybe like a year or so, but you know what? I mean, get the gears flowing because a console in its first year has to, has to a lot of, um, has a big shoe to fill automatically to transition, to make people transition. Obviously newer, newer hardware, newer tech that, that pushes people. But the fact that 
it's you know so obviously in this situation it's a weirder time on top of that you know yeah but man it's just it's it's going to be interesting how november i i guess now all bets are being pushed towards november so i guess we can kind of just expect a a potential november release and i mean if we don't get some some news within september then you know, because I, I, I said that originally, I said that, okay, we're going to probably get some news around the end of August or early September, but shoot. um, No, the, the early, early, eh, mid-August, I think I said, and then early September or something like that, but we haven't gotten anything. So who knows, man, this is a really tough time for, not even tough time. It's just so, such a weird time to, for consoles to even be coming out, but yeah. Um, on top of that, there's been some pretty big stuff happening this week, you know, um, that I was talking about. I actually wanted to go ahead and I don't know if you had heard, but there was the DC fandom. Have you heard of it? I think so. Yeah. It sounds familiar. I don't know. Maybe not. Hmm. Explain. Maybe I'll recognize it. Yeah. So the DC fandom basically was this huge, um, like, uh, basically where all of DC's pro like all of DC's properties, whether it's movies or video games and new comic mm-hmm. lines coming out, shows, whatever, had this huge convention and it was virtual, so all this This is sounding super familiar. Yeah. This is basically where like all the news came from on all the new games that are coming out from the DC side. Um and also all the new movies coming out for it. So there's a huge there's a huge amount of news for movies and I think comic books as well and T V shows. But most importantly, obviously, we are a gaming podcast, so I wanted to hit on the most important part, and that is the crucial, and I mean crucial, two games that I am looking forward to that I want to talk about today for our, uh, you know, main topic. I Also, I wanted to notify everyone, this is going to be a very shorter episode than, than usual. I should have said this in the, in the very beginning, but this is going to be shorter than most episodes, um just due to the fact that we have a lot of time constraints and I really want to be prepared for tomorrow. But not saying that this is going to be how every episode is pushed towards every week. We're going to definitely dedicate more time. It's just this week was kind of a little difficult, Um, just a little as far as the transitioning goes. But, um, you know, we're here. We're good. We're recording. We never skip a Monday. So we're definitely doing this. But, yeah, so just um, it's going to be a little bit shorter. But anyways, getting on to the main topic let's uh let's kind of get into the whole dc fandom and let's get more let's let's talk about the impressions i sent you uh videos on uh to watch for two of the games that are coming out that uh i think are more more so really interesting i think one's in way more superior than the other but the first one i wanted to talk about was uh gotham knight uh it's made by wb montreal same people that made arkham origins um, you got a chance to check out the trailer and the gameplay, right? Yep, sure did. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Did you play Arkham Origins, by the way? No. Um, the only Batman game I actually played was, uh, it was Arkham Knight. Yeah, Arkham Knight, the one for the PS4. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arkham Origins came out in the middle. No, actually, it came out after Arkham City. So when Rocksteady was creating Arkham uh, Knight, or they were in the process of creating Arkham Knight, they didn't want to just immediately jump to another uh, Arkham, uh, the sequel to Arkham City on the same generation. So they jumped to the PS4. Um, But 
this game uh, or Arkham Origins was a really great game. It was, I think now as time has gotten, you know, as we've gotten older and time has progressed, I think people are starting to look back at that game and because um, originally they, they didn't really look at that game so highly because it wasn't part of the Rocksteady, the original crew members of the Arkham, you know, Asylum and Arkham City uh, games. Right. And they were just looking at this and it's like, oh, this is just horrible. Like this is it's not that great. You know, just people were already just sleeping on it. And now it's kind of turning over and everyone's like Arkham Origins is probably like a sleeper one i think it's you know people are sleeping on it i think really heavily and actually it's very enjoyable i personally played it and i loved the heck out of it i'm gonna be honest i it, it was it was almost a little bit better than asylum honestly and i know i might get hella hate for that but i really liked origins way more the story was just a little bit better than um now please don't tell me what the story is about if i tell you it'll um um, I might run into a circle where I where I try to explain. But anyways, so Gotham Knight. Yes, let's talk about Gotham Knight, not Arkham Origins. Uh, Gotham Knight is looking to be a uh, game that follows up. Ar- oh, Gotham Knight is following up on Arkham Knight. It's kind of like a sequel to it because they're still following yep. that um, the Nightfall protocol where obviously if you haven't played Arkham Knight, you don't know, but at the ending of Arkham Knight, there's a huge whole thing, huge whole scenario of what occurs. And so this whole thing kind of just picks up after that. And then we see uh, all of the sidekicks with Batwoman, Robin, um, who else was there? Red Hood. And then there is one more. Nightwing. Nightwing. There you go. Thank you so much. So we have all four of them and they're going to go around, you know, taking care of the villains inside of Gotham and it looked really interesting. I think this they might add a whole new combat system. It kind of looks a little bit different. Um I was talking about how with my friend how the punches in the in the gameplay uh trailer showed really like they looked heavy. Like a lot of the hits looked great. Um also I think this is this game is running on the same engine that ran with uh, Arkham Knight. I think this is just a little better uh better optimized. So uh I think with that, we can kind of expect something really well or something really great out of this game. But it's also going to have a multiplayer component. It's going to have co-op. Did you see that? No, I didn't catch that. Co-op? Yeah, there's going to have co-op in this game. You and I your must friend, have missed that. Yeah, you and your friend can go up and uh, uh, finish missions and all that. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's looking really great, honestly. Uh, and then also... They just, I think the gameplay that they were showing was in the alpha stage, so we can't really expect too much from it, but it looked, it looked I had good. A con- I had a concern, though. What's up? You see um, Batgirl walking around and stuff, right? This is a sequel to Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbara Gordon was, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the daughter of the police chief. Yeah. It's Barbara Gordon, correct? Yeah. She's in a wheelchair. So how do we get Batgirl? Is it a is it a new Batgirl? Uh I am actually trying to remember the name. It's a different character. I I'm I'm not it's that gotta well, be. I'm not that well versed in um actual DC characters. I know obviously I know a majority of them. I do read comics and all that, but as far as this Batwoman, it's not it's not Barbara Gordon. It couldn't be because you got bit Okay, so like 
all the or at least what I'm looking at now, the characters who have played Batgirl are um uh Betty Kane, Barbara Gordon, Helena Bertinelli, Cassandra Kane, and Stephanie Brown. I and think, Barbara Gordon uh-huh. is the one who had the accident. Yeah, it's Oracle. Yeah. So uh, when I saw Batgirl, I was like, what the hold on. How did that happen? You know, so I guess it's gonna be a different Batgirl, but that just kinda when you when you mentioned that it was a continuation of Arkham Knight, I didn't I didn't know that. So I was kinda like, okay, well if this is a continuation, then how is Batgirl in it? Because she should be in a wheelchair. Well, yeah. But, so, so it's definitely going to be a new character, um, yeah. and it's it's going to be one of those that you mentioned. It's definitely after Barbara Gordon, um, but I think someone's going to correct me on that. I know definitely some people know more. Um, they'll probably be like, "Oh, it was Helena, actually," um, or whatever. But regardless, we're seeing those characters come into play, and I think that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, overall, I'm excited for it, but I'm not as excited as I am for the next game. Um, now, did you have any more thoughts on Gotham Knight? Um, yeah. So I always start off with how I think the game looks. I think it looks awesome. But I'm going to go out on a limb, and I think a lot of people will agree with me on this. Batman's not dead. Like, you can't kill Batman. I mean, you can, but I, I, don't, I don't think he's dead. Uh, some other thoughts. That was just like a quick, quick fire one. I kind of have the feeling that I've I've been kind of like looking around and, you know, social media has this game kind <clears> of <throat> it's circulating on social media a bit. And actually, I think it was a meme. It said everybody's going to play uh, Gotham Knight as Red Hood. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> because he's he, dude, if you see him in the trailer, he's like shooting people with like whole ass yeah. guns. I love so. <laughs> Red Hood's funny. Red Hood's a really they were like, yeah. Entity. Yeah, people were like, yeah, they're only going to play it. We're we're only playing as Red Hood, but I think I don't I don't think Robin's going to get much play. Well, I think it, within the story mode, you're going to have to probably play all of them, you know. <sighs> yeah. True. It's not going to be like you're going to be able to choose you don't this get a choice. Entire, yeah, no, cuz I'm pretty <laughs> sure the developers have a story within this and they all want to in, they all want to incorporate every single character in the, within every, you know, or every other mission, they'll incorporate bruh, some new character. If it's, bruh, if it's like chapters, I'm gonna be so pissed because it's like you Why? Nether Realm Studio um, biting. Eh, they do that in <laughs> no, every game. No, I'm just game. kidding, bro. I'm just joking. Nether Realm. Oh, uh, you just you just gotta flex on the fact that yeah, bro. I'm, Realm, I'm kidding, bro. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Darian's gonna listen to this and say interesting and he's gonna start taking notes and be like well he only likes another realm no i'm just kidding oh you're right (laughs) i like that reaction (laughs) darian's gonna check this out and be like well damn um but for the next game uh i actually wanted to talk about well actually i think you're done correct yeah and actually you didn't send me the suicide squad did you check it out did you look it up no, I did not. I man, I just thought link. you were gonna just check it up. Obviously, I said trailer. I would have nah, thought man, that you would have. You, I. So you're gonna tell me. So you're gonna tell you me. Gotta I said, links. You, you gotta put links. Nah, links. man. So you're gonna tell me you're not gonna have the audacity <laughs> to look it to just type it in your computer, bro. Nah, while you're man, looking at that's the, the only one. Night. That's the only one I didn't look at, man. Man, Chill that's out. ultimate. That's ult. 
That's you gotta tough, put coach. links, bro. You gotta put links. Come on, bro. I'm literally sending lazy. you this thing, and I'm I'm expecting you to just look at it, and you're gonna tell me I I say specifically impression, and then and then you know I said trailer, and you're not fun to you're not fun to search this I mean, up. Bruh. You said trailer for everything else and dropped the link in there. So yeah, I, I dropped like, the link. Maybe I dropped, we're... I was literally expecting. I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure this won't be hard for Dom. I'm pretty sure it won't be hard for him to to type in the words. For him to be like, oh yeah, this is what he's saying. Nah, that's bro. difficult, bro. See, you, yeah, that's difficult because sometimes you take shit out, bro. So, I, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god, you take gosh. shit out. So I'm like, hey, maybe he doesn't want to talk about this. That's one. hilarious. There's no link. There's okay. No link. <laughs> okay. Damn, that's tough. Remember, everyone, he did not want to lift up his fingers. Nah. Okay. I click so links. I click links. I don't type the... in search boxes. You wild. Okay. So. Then perfect. Then I guess I'll just be able to talk about this one. That's tough. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. if you, I mean, so I'll chime in. So suicide, I'll just tell you about it. So suicide squad kills the justice league is the next game by Rocksteady, which is the same people that made the infamous trilogy of Arkham Knight, Arkham origin, uh, Arkham Knight, Arkham asylum, Arkham city, all those really hailed games from Batman. Now for the longest time, they were kind of rumored to be making a Superman game, but a lot of people kind of didn't. Uh, they have mixed ideas on how a Superman game can actually be made because, well, one, it's Superman. It's really hard to make a game around him since he's basically perfect. How do you go around that with Rocksteady's formula of the Batman series? So when I heard that Suicide Squad was going to be the next game, I was very shocked. I was like, what are they going to do? I mean, how interesting can Suicide Squad be? Obviously, they're... they're um, whole idea their whole like popularity has been tarnished with the movie that was released um most movies tend to do that if your movie isn't that successful since it's the most popular medium and um if the movie's not successful it's gonna you know tarnish whatever you know reputation that that um brand has so suicide squad was obviously one of those brands so i kind of came into this game like but i kind of wanted to have some hope for it Obviously, the name just automatically interested me. When I just heard it was Suicide Squad, I was like, eh. But when it said Kills the Justice League, I was like, okay, interesting. Um, and I'll tell you right now, when I saw what I saw, when I was, I, I'll tell you my reaction. I was dr- I was going back home and I got the text saying, hey, this is the trailer. And I was like, okay. So I sat in my car and I watched it. And when you see the trailer, man, it just pumps you up for what's coming. Um, obviously, you see Harley Quinn. She's playing with her fingers, and she's just messing around with rocks. She gets shot by some type of uh, one of Brainiac's um, little minions and all that. And then all of a sudden, you know, fucking outcast, the outcast track, uh, B.O.B., Bombs Over Baghdad, fucking comes on, and it's like uh, all the people from uh, Suicide Squad. I think it's like four. I don't know the all of the names, but... Um, I, I can't give you the names, but it's like um, one looked like a shark. Obviously, Deadshot was in there. And then the last one, I don't know what the last one was. I think he had like pretty good speed. But nevertheless, they all looked really cool. And just like the song was just amping me up, you know, just because of the adrenaline pumping song of B.O.B. itself. Uh, so I was automatically hooked. But Outcast. then, dude, Outcast was great. So I was like, great choice. Great choice, uh, Rocksteady. I love it. I love it. But automatically, you see... You know, in the background, in in the in the first you know thirty seconds of the trailer, you see Brainiac's ship. So I'm like, oh shit, 
fucking Rocksteady isn't fucking around. They're bringing Brainiac as like one of the villains. And in the poster of the game, uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, we see Superman uh, looking back and we have a huge target on him. And I'm like, hmm, okay, why, you know, why, why is that? So then later on in the actual trailer, you see, um, you know, they're like, why are we even doing this? Harley Quinn asks, it's like, or I think someone says, it's like, who's the actual villain or who's the person we're trying to take out? And fucking Superman pops up. And it's like, Superman, what are you doing? You're supposed to go save other people. And he has a body. He has like a fucking human uh, or just like, you know, a civilian uh, soldier, actually. And he lifts him up and the soldier's like, oh, my gosh, no. You know, just starts like crying damn near. And just Superman just fucking uh, uses his uh, heat vision uh, fucking whatever. Yeah, he uses heat, heat vision to fucking melt his eyes and shit. And I'm like, yo. That is fucking, this is hype. Obviously, Superman is being- I always hated Superman. Superman is probably being mind-controlled for sure by Baraniac. But yeah, that's tough to hear that you hate Superman. But he is really the perfect hero. But nevertheless, um, Superman, I think he's going to be the villain. So that almost changes it awesome. That, That almost changes it and makes it awesome. You're not worrying about him being the hero and him having to worry about, you know, um, you having to worry about how he's going to work as a hero, you're going to have to worry about how you're going to have to stop him. That's even better. That's genius by Rocksteady. And I was, I texted my friend, I was like, Rocksteady wins. Like, DC wins. They are probably going to drop the best game. They just, oh my gosh, Rocksteady is just great. I'm so shook. You should check the trailer out, by the way, if you get a chance. But yeah, we'll do. I'll, t- I'll type it in. Yeah, I'll you'll type, type it, in. it in. Yeah, after this. But, uh, but yeah. All right, like I said, I think this this uh, it, it, it's going to be a good one. So I'm really excited to see how it goes. Um, and it's an automatic cop. And obviously, in a couple of weeks, I have a Marvel Avengers coming up. So I'll be picking that game up soon. Um, but yeah, that basically kind of like does it for for Suicide Squad. It's funny because I think if people kind of heard that, they might have thought like I was going to wrap up the show. <laughs> Because, like, I usually always yeah, do that. Yeah, like, you yeah. usually like, say it right but there. But, yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of wraps up the, yeah, <laughs> that's tough. I can't I can't be using that till the end. That's my that's my, uh, that's my uh, cheat code. Hey, oh. man, I was about to be like, peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I did say it was going to be a short episode. Um, but I did also want to talk about another trailer that came out. And this one I did send you, <sighs> thankfully. Um, and it's. Uh, the game called The Black Myth, Wukong. I didn't look at that one either. Damn, that's the no, one. No, I'm kidding, bro. Out. I'm joking. I'm joking. Ooh. I had to. I'm I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, man, you really didn't watch any of them. No. Um. Yes. Yeah, so this game is the um game that's gonna be centralized around the the journey to the center. If I'm correct. Or journey to the west, which is um basically. Um, that's Goku's story, people. Yes. Yes. I was gonna say. Yeah. 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 It's I had to beat you to it, man. Dude, thank you. You beat me to it because I was low-key <laughs> not trying to get there first. No, I'm kidding. No, it's awesome. And uh, I think, dude, you saw the trailer, man. The shit looks hype. Yeah, dude. Bruh. Yeah. Okay. I got some points on this one. Uh-huh. That game looks great, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, the developers are in the, like, the, I read the article after I watched the trailer. Or the gameplay, not the trailer. There was like a seven-minute gameplay. 
Then I read the article and what's his, I forget his name, but um, I think it was the developers like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is not our best work. And I'm like, what? And then he's also like, and then he also <laughs> says within that, he's like, also, we're going to go back into hiding and not show anything of this game anymore. Right. I was like, what? Okay. It's bogus, cool. man. It's bogus. For sure. I was like, y'all going to basically give us the Forbidden Kingdom and Dragon Ball Z in one game and like then just take it away. Like, exactly. What? And just not tell <laughs> us like, hey, this is a potential release. With for anybody who's yeah, for anybody who's not familiar with the Forbidden Forbidden Kingdom, it's a it's a movie. I think it's about the Monkey King. Yes, uh, yes. With and Jet Li the... and uh, Jackie Chan, and it's a really good movie. I recommend it. it's it's not it's an older movie. It's not that old, but you know it's not new. So it was like when I was watching the gameplay, I'm like, dude, this is really reminding me of the Forbidden Kingdom, like meshed with what Dragon Ball Z was supposed to be. Yeah. So I was like, wow. And the Monkey King itself, he's like, he's a very, like, he's a funny dude, right? He has like a laid back type of style, right? Yeah. The Monkey King was like, it was, nah, he was, he was, uh, yeah, I guess you could say he was laid back. He was like real carefree. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the word. It was like carefree, you know. And that's was... why they, they reference Goku because Goku's like, you know, carefree but he's also very like diligent with his uh with his art style you know yeah and it, it just it's it, then i'm looking at the gameplay like i wanted to call it a power pole so bad <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> dude it was awesome when he was turning when he turned into a cicada and then would transform back into the monkey and then just like go off the dome yeah, on some like, werewolves that was, that was dope dude I'm that so was dope. I'm so sad that we don't. And then, and then, you know, as a cicada, you see a huge ass giant, and I'm like, dude, we're gonna have to fight one of those things. I was like, man, why can't you tell us, like, hey, this is coming out soon, or hey, the, they, just you know, do us bogus and tell us it's gonna come out in like four years. It's a setup. It's a setup. I'm convinced. I, I hope it's not a fake though. I not fake in the sense of like, um, uh, it, it's a. Nope. Sorry. Can you hear that train? By the way no oh yeah dude you are like on uh you're on lincoln highway yeah so you're a lot closer to the trains that are that vidoc yeah that's tough okay it's fine it's fine i was just worried that if you heard it it. no okay cool because there's just like this huge ass train i i now live in in an apartment away from where i usually record so it's going to be a very different you know things might sound different but who knows but anyways going back on the whole topic um yeah, I think the game is just showing a lot of promise, and I'm just so shocked that they're not going to give us a date. But hopefully, it's not fake where it's just like um, I don't think it is. Yeah, this is a marketing scheme if I've ever seen one. Oh wow, yeah, maybe they're just amping it up, just saying yeah. super. They even and yeah, come on, they even say, hey, we're not going. We're gonna see, we're gonna say see you later, and then we're gonna wait until this game amps up, and it's already amping up like crazy. Why do you drop a trailer and then bounce? That's just tough. That's tough. If you haven't checked it out, if you haven't checked it out, go check out the seven minute gameplay. And it's all in um it's all in whatever type of language it is. I think it's in uh Chinese for sure. Mandarin or something like that. Um, yeah, it has to be in Mandarin. I think I wanted to move on after that, kinda to go into 
a couple of last, you know, just the last couple of quick fire on uh, news. I, I, I know we did a bunch of impressions today, but I also wanted to talk about just these last couple of things. And they're just like pretty quick before we just head on out. Um, again, like I said, this was going to be a shorter episode than normal, but um, I might just go ahead and just talk about two of these because I wanted to fully dive into one I wanted to dive into two of these more than the third, but um, one was the fact that we kind of had talked about this last week and when we were talking about physical games, and this is the Ubisoft uh, whole news. So last week, we kind of discussed around how, you know, are physical games going to go out sooner or later or not, but uh, recently Ubisoft came out from a GameStop article. They said that they just are not including any physical games in their collector's editions, for the upcoming um, next generation, you know. So what that basically means is just the fact that for the PS5, you know, Xbox Series X, they are not including like a physical game, uh, no whatsoever. So it's just going to be an actual just digital code, which kind of bums me out. But I hope that means that the actual like uh, whatever they're coming in with the collector's edition has it's just a little bit more like they put a little bit more time and that just make it more flimsy. Cause I don't know. I'd, I've never really collected a collector's edition. I was about to with uh, ghost of Tsushima, but I didn't, uh, I really wanted to get that $169 collector uh, dollar collector's edition. One would have been dope, but um, <laughs> wow. yeah, wouldn't have been that bad. But hmm. what do you think about that? Just the fact that the Ubisoft is kind of making that claim. U- Ubisoft is kind of making that claim where they just don't want any physical games inside their uh you know collector's edition for the for the next generation not for this generation they're gonna put the actual uh, wasn't that just for the xbox though because i think that uh playstation is still gonna have the physical copies the playstation 5 yeah i think in the article they had also stated the fact that it's strictly for the um the newer generation the Mm. the or is it the xbox one i think it's just the uh xbox because let me go back to it actually. I mean one second. I think I read that uh let's see. Okay, the pricey collector's editions for Far Cry six. Uh no, that's not it. Oh, here we go. The change doesn't apply to PS4 versions of the collector's editions, which will still come with physical games. Just like on Xbox, you'll be able to play f- player uh PlayStation pre order on both the PS4 and the PS5. Uh, though the box art for the game will be PS4. Ubisoft is also supporting a cross-buy system on PS4 to PS5 for technical enhancements. Unlike some of its competitors, its next-gen games will cost $60 at least at launch. So what I got from that is, even though they're taking away the the uh, physical copy for the Xbox, they're not doing that for the PlayStation. Mm. I could be wrong, but that's what I got from it. That okay. was, From my understanding, that's... Because I was like, when I was reading this article, I was like, what is the point of this article? But, you know, um, it just looks like for Xbox, if you buy like a collector's edition, you won't get a physical copy if you have an Xbox. But if you have a PlayStation 5, you will. I don't know why they're doing it that's, like that, that's, but that's yeah, what that's, I... That's kind of weird, actually. That, um, isn't that weird? No, it, it, honestly, I, I thought about it. And uh, it could be really worse where they just don't give you the game at all. There are some collector's editions that just don't give you the game at all, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, it, but it is also such a weird strategy that they're going to give one, they're going to give the physical game to one, but not to the other. You yeah, know? that's, I don't get, I didn't get why they were doing that. That was know. the only concern I had about this, this particular topic, because I was just like, why is this news? So I, I wanted to also cover it for the fact that because they're not including physical games, I think the trend towards oh. not having physical games is going to be important. Yeah. And I say that because if you're just getting a code compared to getting, I think getting a collector's game uh, was one of the big things, uh, getting a collector's edition and getting you know the Steelbook or whatever. If it wasn't the Steelbook, it was just a normal game. Uh, it was kind of just an added bonus. You get the actual hard physical copy of a game. And now that you're not getting that, it's kind of like, dude, dude, can I please read some of the comments on this article? <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is going on? Bruh, what are they saying? Bruh, some of these comments say, OK, I'm not going to, you know, name drop anybody, but OK, so I'm just going from top to bottom. What kind of brain dead suit made this call? They don't care about the games they make and it shows. And the second comment, pay more, get less, abuse your employees, deny responsibility, the Ubisoft way. So just a bunch of junk that has no value isn't, wait a minute, isn't owning the game a part of having a collection? Yeah. I'm all digital damn. anyway, but I also never get collector's editions either. Uh, they, they, people are just, <laughs> they're like ragging on this. And I, and obviously it's it's Ubisoft, so it's one of the easiest things to go on. Ubisoft has been known to just, uh, the main, with their the, games, the main reason for most collectors is to have a physical copy. At least that's what I've always expected. This is just plain stupid. And it kind of is, man. Like, Well, yeah, that, 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 that's what kind of I'm saying. And the fact that I think one of the big things of getting collector's edition was getting the game itself physically. Yeah, but, that's true. But I think I, actually this kind of bleeds into the next one. And that's the fact that um, the controls publisher actually had to come out and explain the whole idea of how their game, they're not going to give a free next-gen upgrade for Control. Did you read that one? Yeah, didn't quite understand it, though. Could you... Uh... So, basically, what they're saying is that... So I've never played Control, either. Okay, so. which is really sad, because you need to play it. Um, yeah, I've never honest. played it. I mean, you need to play Ghost of Tsushima, but we're not going to talk about that. No, but you need... Yeah, I, I've played Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> You've never touched Control. You know, that's a difference. There's a difference. You know. Okay, but, all right, all right. Yeah, Good yeah, rebuttal. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing is that basically what this, game, what this uh, news article is just going in about is the fact that the 505 Games or Remedy itself has come out and just said that they're trying to back up their statement on saying that they don't want to give a free next-gen upgrade towards Control for the original Control game. Uh, now, that makes absolute sense because, one, it's, an year, it's, it's a year-old game. So how are they just going to give, grant you access to a free next-gen upgrade? And the reason why they say that is because the only way to play Control on the next, you know, in the next-gen, in the PS5 or whatever is to literally buy the ultimate edition which is 39.99 and it comes with all the dlc now obviously that's a marketing scheme to get you to buy the game twice but uh people are just mad at the fact that you can't just automatically get a free upgrade and i i think i don't care about the free upgrade i mean if that means me buying the game again sure i'll do it i mean 
I don't know. I feel like quick people are just. Quick was it that to... good though? That's the thing. Was it good? Yes, it was. Dude, you have to play it. It's awesome. Okay, so maybe I don't know. Like these marketing schemes, like I don't think people like them, man. It's like if you already bought the game. I I don't know how I feel about having to pay twice for the same game, man. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess I understand because GTA you know what 5? I can't say. That and I can't really, I can't really talk because I bought, fucking this is, I bought a PlayStation Two game for my PlayStation Four. Oh, Jack. So yeah, I mean, and it's like, but it's a totally, I guess it's a totally different dynamic. But but it's justified. This game probably didn't have the original Jacks. But I but I do, so I didn't need to. But <laughs> damn, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, if you bought it for PS3, then yeah, then maybe that'd be a little. Oh bit no no pushing. no, I didn't buy it for PS3. No, I, I, know, I was I talking know. about PS3 for, for PS5. But if you bought it for PS3, you know the Jack trilogy, then maybe you would have been like in that stance. But like, I mean, buying it for yeah. the PS5, it's, I mean PS4, it's not bad. I mean, it's whatever. And the I, game's only a year old too, so yeah. Control being just a year old is. It's just a little bit. I think people are just asking for too much now. Obviously, with yeah. the whole trend of was, every game being next-gen yeah. upgrade. You know, Marvel Avengers coming out and saying, hey, you buy this game, you get the game, you know, automatically, you know, to the next-gen. And then I think Last of Us Part Two had the same thing. So did Cyberpunk, you know. Big games I are was, all just coming out and just yeah, stating I was that, just, so. I was just going to say, like, I feel like sometimes, like you just said, gamers kind of ask for too much. Yeah. True. You know, it's like sometimes you just got to be like you got to realize these are businesses. They're trying to make money. Mm -hmm. You know, you either want to play the game, you either want to buy and play the game or you don't. And, you know, this it's a it's an easy decision. I think people just kind of we get in our feelings about stuff and it's like. Absolutely. Why do I why do I have to pay for it twice? Well, yeah. I mean, it's because if, if it were you making the game when you do the same thing, probably. To get more profits, you know? of course. And plus, it's exactly. it's going to come out to 39 bucks, and they're going to give you all the DLC. I mean, That's not a bad price. I'm looking at it like, bro, that's not a bad price. What, and, what's, what tax is like $41, $42? And what, you, yeah, and exactly. And what, you're probably going to get a better a better version of the game. Cause if, so I played it on the PS4, which you know uh, is amazing. And I'm not saying that I... Because it, it did also come out for the PC. But I played it for the PS4, and it was really great. But it had a lot of issues within its frame rate, and it could not handle itself. Um, as soon as you get just a couple of things, because it looks great and it runs, um, like there's just so much stuff going on within that game. If you break like a part of the ceiling, like so many little like concrete pieces fall into the floor, and then when you grab like a shield from the from the rocks, like all the pebbles are floating, and then it's like you get to float in the air, you get to shoot your gun. That's kind of like in this weird. Um, it's so weird. It's like, uh, kind of, I don't know. It, it's, it, it looks different from any other gun, but regardless, um, the game couldn't handle itself on the PS4. And I mean, if you're getting a new up, if you're just going to buy the new, if you're going to buy the upgraded version, obviously the ultimate edition, I, I would say do it. Cause you're probably going to, it's going to run smoother and it's going to have all the DLC. So you're going to get right. even you, way more than it's worth. And the DLC currently yeah. is like 20 like twenty bucks, so what? And you right. should have to you should have to pay for improved quality. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I, I know. I look, I get it. If it if Control released right now, like sometime in December, yeah, I would I would expect maybe a free upgrade. 
but or you know not expect i would be like okay maybe a free upgrade would potentially i don't care about the free upgrade but um if it came out in 2019 like early 2019 if i'm correct actually so it's like you're really stretching it y'all y'all are really stretching this whole thing you gotta yeah you gotta keep your expectations low with these you know developers because you never know what they're going to do you know we were talking about like you know the I think there was a topic a couple of weeks ago, if it wasn't last week, about you know the ten dollar increase in games in general, and it's like should it should it happen? And I'm like, I kind of think so because you're getting better shit, you know. Yeah. You, even if even if it's the same shit, if it's if it, there if there's a noticeable difference mm-hmm. and it's an upgrade, you should have to pay for it. And this price is not that bad. It's not. It's really. They're not, not like so. give us seventy dollars. They're not like give us sixty dollars again or however much it cost when it first launched. They're like they're not like sixty bucks. Yeah. You know it's forty dollars. You know like let's like, come on. I don't know. People are complaining just to complain at this point. Honestly. Yeah. Most definitely. Absolutely. But, yeah. No, I I I think in in all honesty with this whole you know upgrade shenanigans it's just running everyone's head over and it's just like okay i just want this new game i don't i don't want to just pay for one game i want two free games uh, i don't know Pe- people are just always too choosy and too asky but yeah. um yeah I, I agree i agree yeah i think yeah I, I think that basically wraps us up for the most part um nevertheless i just want to congratulate everyone for uh coming out again and uh, checking us out for another week. I know this one was kind of short, uh, definitely shorter than the past couple of episodes that we've been able to do, but I think we've been kind of just getting ready for this school, uh, for this class tomorrow, for me, myself, and also for Dom. Nevertheless, we will be back next week, and we'll obviously produce another whole episode with you know normal length time, but this is just a little... A little bit shorter. Um, we did have another topic that we wanted to hit on, but we're just going to move that to next week. Don't worry about it. Um, again, I hope everyone has a great week, a great start of your week. You know, it's 12 o'clock. It's actually technically Monday right now. So I'm probably not going to get this episode out till later on in the day. Um, I'm going to try editing probably early in the morning and stuff. But, you know, hopefully, uh, again, like I said, everyone has a great week and I will see you guys next week. I, oh, yeah, shoot. Email us and DM, DM us questions that you guys have that you guys might have. We'd be an, we'd be happy to answer. I feel like I always say that, and that's just <laughs> something that I have to continuously say for a hundred episodes. Sorry. No, it's all good. I hear my roommate. <laughs> he's oh. in the next. He's in his room game, and I can hear him like going crazy over there. I, oh. um, to the listeners, I got this real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're starting school, good luck this semester. Uh, be blessed. Simple. Peace. See ya.